0: But yeah, I ran into that, so I finished that, and I'm actually about to start redesigning my Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis and and some other things, and... um,
1: Was that just a bad batch uh, of filament, or was it...
0: Honestly, I think it was just a bad batch of filament, so... What sucks, though, is I contacted the company, and I'm sure there was a lot of... um, language barrier there but the one yeah. line in particular i'm just like y'all really should have read this again Was something to the effect of it doesn't matter if you buy our filament or not and i'm thinking they're trying to say it doesn't matter if it was our filament or not it was probably a, you know just kind of an issue but the way it came across was we don't care if you buy our filament or not and i'm like well you won't be buying mm-hmm. your filament anymore <laughs> so no right. the only problem is is
2: You're listening to The Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky.
0: Welcome back to The Epically Geeky Show, episode number 79. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is What is the worst thing in horror movies? Jump scares? Torture porn or bad effects, uh, Jason. Of the three, what's the worst one you can think of? Hmm. Jay,
2: I'm not used to you calling me Jason, so it kind of threw Sorry. me. Sorry,
0: threw you off.
2: <laughs> but uh, I'm wanting to say uh, probably like the torture porn because some of that shit—I mean, it's just—I don't know—boring.
0: Mhm.
2: Kind of pointless, I mean
0: It's just, I mean, at some point It's just like, okay, we get it You're ripping someone apart slowly but surely We've kind of seen this before Let's move it along
2: Yeah, I mean, the first Saw Maybe the second one was good But, I mean They played out real, real quick Yeah I mean, now they're on, what, the 8th or ninth Or whatever the fuck it is, getting ready to come out
0: Yeah and they rebooted it probably at some point or another. So,
2: yeah. So,
0: our special guest for the evening is uh, my friend Chris Lake. Uh, Chris, um, of the three, which is the worst thing about horror movies? Jump scares, torture porn, or bad effects?
1: I would say bad effects. Because uh, if, you, if you see the bad effects, it kind of pulls you out from the, uh, from the movie itself and just kind of, you know, it's hard to get back into it, at least from you know, my perspective.
0: That's no, a perfectly to, acceptable answer, yeah.
1: Hard to suspend your disbelief if, you know, what you're seeing on there looks absolutely fake.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, at some point, you know, when it gets bad enough, at some point it kind of, unless you're really expecting it or it's supposed to, it really starts to drift into that comedy era because you're looking, you're, we'll talk about that here in a second because I've, got a, I've right. got a perfect example of this. Um,
1: yeah, you don't want to be like the tw- tw- a horror movie
0: yeah exactly um i'm gonna say i'm gonna go with Jay on the torture porn stuff that just n i'm not I'm not a big guy on scary movies anyway but um the torture porn stuff is just to me it just is too much like it's like okay it's it's a little too over the top um yeah, but uh, of the three things because I mean I can stand a few bad effects but I, I see what you're saying. Sometimes when the effects are that bad you're just like, nope, I I am I'm, I'm done. This is not this is no longer scary at all. This is just this is basically a comedy so. Yeah, this is
1: one of those mystery mystery science theater, science theater 3000.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So um, so tonight we're going to talk about our our list of our top five scariest movies. Um, now th- these can be scary movies for whatever reason. They're you know they personally scared you. They scared you when you were a little kid. Uh, you still find them to be creepy or eerie or whatever. Um, so we're going to start. We're going to start with a number five and work our way up. Uh, so would anyone like to go first? Anyone would like to volunteer their number five first? Sure. All right, Jay. what' what is your number five scariest movie?
2: Uh, I didn't do them in like any kind of order of which one was worse for me, but uh, I still remember uh the movie Silver Bullet that was made oh. after the Stephen King book with Corey Heyman in the wheelchair and yeah, yeah, that uh, you know, I think I was maybe five, four, something like that when it came out, uh, but I still remember watching it as a little kid and. Uh, the scene where they're in the fog in the middle of the woods kind of freaked me out little, and when I was little, and inside the church when he's having that nightmare and everybody starts turning into werewolves and yeah, breaking through the casket and shit, yeah, that that kind of freaked me out when I was little. Now you know, you know, or not long after, it didn't scare me, and I like to watch it just for nostalgia reasons. But that really, it freaked me the fuck out when I was little.
0: Yeah, I, I vaguely remember parts of that movie. I was actually trying to. It's that movie is actually really hard to try to find. At least the last time I looked for it, I was going through a phase where I was trying to um, um, uh, uh, watch a bunch of Stephen King's uh, movies and stuff. And I was going through especially like the horror stuff, and uh, some of them are really hard to find. That was hard to find, and so was the uh, movie version they did of Salem's Lot. Um, those two, are, for some reason, are just hard to find. Like they they don't stream them. You can't hardly buy them. I don't know what the deal is but yeah.
2: I thought they had Silver Bullet it was last year like late last year early this year but I thought it was on Netflix.
0: It might have been like I said it's been a while since I was kind of in that phase. This is back when I was uh reading the um I was doing like pretty much all of the uh, um the Dark Tower series and I was trying to hit all the other books as well. So. Uh, chat room is killing me. If, if yeah, so uh um if you're listening to this afterwards, I'm sure hopefully it sounds fine. Trying to watch it live, it's it's not working out so well. So that kind of sucks. Anyway, um Chris, what is your number five scariest movie?
1: My number five is probably The Fly from nineteen eighty six with Jeff Goldblum.
0: Good that, one. That one freaked that me one, out as a kid.
1: It's it's you know, it's got that it's just that gross factor. You know the the you know we were just talking about special effects and and you know if it's if they're not good it kind of ruins the movie. Yeah. Well, the special effects in this one, that, it was just, you know, especially when you fi- made that final transformation at the end. Yeah. That stuff that'll stay with you forever. And as that a matter was, of fact, ugh. when we uh um <clears throat> go to Disney World, there's a Planet Hollywood there, and you know Planet Hollywood has movie memorabilia. And one yeah. of the things they have there is it was, is the puppet model of the fly, and just oh, seeing that, yeah, just seeing that made me lose my appetite. That's that's how bad if it, it's <laughs> affected me my entire life. And I must have seen that movie probably about fifteen years ago, fifteen twenty years ago. So,
0: uh-huh. what's funny is is the chat room right now is probably getting bits and pieces of the conversation. So they're getting like, oh man, that movie really messed me up as a kid. And then just breaks, and the next time it comes back in, it's like, yeah, that movie must be. Made. So they have no idea what movie we're talking about. <laughs> um, my number five is one of my favorite horror movies of all time, and it's not so. It's not scary; it's more so eerie, and it's just because I really put myself into the movie when I watch it, and that's the original nineteen sixty eight version of Night of the Living Dead. Um, I know we just lost George, uh, George Romero, which sucks, um, but. Um, and and even though the movie does have some things in it about the zombies that you know didn't carry on like at one point they pick up some different objects and are like banging on windows and doors and stuff you know and uh traditionally you know they 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 can't use weapons or they can't figure anything out uh, That's where we got the original slow moving zombie and the thing about it that's so eerie to me, besides that insane where like it does this weird psychedelic effect whenever like this the the kid is 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 killing the mom um is just it it's just very slow moving and it's this it's this build up of this idea that you know more and more of these things are like coming and there's no stopping it and like there's no you know there's no sight in the end whereas like most of the movies that do zombies now want to do fast moving zombies so that's that's the thing you know they they chase you down and it's just this idea of these overwhelming numbers that you know, slowly but surely they're going to eventually get in. It's just a question of when and everything that's else. Very, and I just I love that movie. Very claustrophobic. Yes. And I guess that's the the sense that I'm getting. That's that I guess that's what causes it to be so eerie for me is that claustrophobic feeling of you're stuck in a house and even though they get out at one point, it's just like out and back in. And then yeah, there's there's no real way out at, that they can see. So um all right, Jay, what is your what is your next one on your list? Oh
2: shit! yeah, so I would probably go with poltergeist Good I mean one. I mean the original two very scary I mean movies, especially being the you know as young as I was at the time, uh just you know, I don't know, just eerie creep- still creepy fucking movies, I mean mm-hmm. some of the parts of it still. Kind of, you know, when I'm thinking about it to my childhood, still some scenes just straight from those movies pop in my head first thing. But yeah, I mean, there's a house right next, or not right next to me, but right down the road from me that when you look at the side of the house, it looks just like the Amityville house. And, you know, growing up and driving oh, wow. down past that always kind of fucked with me when I was little. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, that was always a little bit of a terrifying movie for me.
1: Did you know the Polar gas movies were actually PG? Are you that serious? Was before, that was before PG-13 came out. Yep.
0: Oh, my God. Are they still labeled as such, or have they gone back and relabeled them, or do you no, know? No,
1: they're still, they're still PG. <laughs> and also, did you know, too, that at you know at the end when the bodies were coming out of the uh-huh. ground and the house and everything else, those were real cadavers they were using.
0: I heard about that.
1: And that's why a lot of people were saying that the the movie was cursed because they were using, apparently it was cheaper to use real bodies than it was to, to, you know, make the fabricated ones. So well, the well, that what you see on screen, supposedly real.
2: There yeah. was a shitload of stuff that was going around about, uh, the Poltergeist movies, accidents and,
1: yep. a lot uh, of people things, dying.
2: Yeah. A lot of shit, uh, happening on set stuff actually moving. And I mean, they had a whole documentary on the poltergeist curse. So I mean, yeah, that those movies were,
0: I I remember, I I think I know I've seen the first one. I don't know if I've seen any other ones, but the first one is still eerie just, and the, the the clown, (laughs) the, yeah, the Uh, clown. Yeah.
2: I'm not scared of clowns. I, give a fuck less about clowns but you know growing up it wasn't I never thought it was scary I thought the clown and poltergeist was fucking tricky
0: <laughs> yeah uh, what, what's your next one uh, uh Chris
1: my next one is seven oh. one with uh, Morgan yeah. Freeman and Brad Pitt and that uh-huh. one that one's not necessarily scary. It's just the creepy, the creepy vibe, especially the scene yes. where uh, they get to the sloth and the guy's laying in the bed, and you think when they pull the sheep back that he's, dead. um, and then the the uh, SWAT guy gets real close, and then the body gasps for air and sits up, and that right there, I mean, that's just enough to to freak with you. At least for me, anyway, because you know you're thinking, well, he's dead, and then when he moves, it just surprises the hell out of you.
0: The one in the movie that really got me was, um, um, Lust, because you don't ever see anything, uh,
1: but they describe. But yeah, when, when he starts right.
0: describing it, you know, you, it, it's that is very masterfully done. It's one of those times where you don't see anything. It's just you know, it's what your brain fills in, and what your brain fills in is just horrific. Yep. Yeah.
1: And then at the end too, when uh you know what's in the box and yeah. Brad Pitt keeps well, asking, What's in the box? You know, what's in the box? Yeah. And uh it's just heart wrenching because you you know, you know what's happen- what's gonna happen.
0: Yeah. And I still use that line all the time. Anytime there's a box I'm like, What's in the What's in the box? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh they're still they're still raking me over the coals and the I can't do anything, guys. I'm trying. I'm trying to get it going working. Um, maybe I need to talk to Spectrum. Um, my number four is uh, Fire in the Sky. Now, Jay, I know you specific because it was brought up in uh, yeah. the pre show stuff. I know you said you didn't find that movie scary. That movie freaked the hell out of me. Um, at that time in my life, I was like watching a lot of shows, like you know, talking about uh, abductions and stuff like that. One of the parts, though, that just really freaked me out, though, is when the one guy comes back and he's, like, cowering underneath the table and the, uh, like, someone's knocked over honey or whatever. And when Mm -hmm. just a drop of honey hits him, he has that flashback and starts screaming. That freaked the hell out of me. Um, The
1: flashback. About the flashback itself.
0: Oh, the flashback itself was pretty horrendous, but just. Yeah. Oh,
2: no, that that just. uh, That just never. I don't know, did anything for me. I haven't really found any kind of alien movies or anything like that that are, I mean, scary like that, but I don't
0: know. Well, I mean, it's some. I mean that's the thing. Some things scare some people, some scare, you know. Like, yeah. that freaked the hell out of me, so.
2: <laughs> but
0: uh, What is your, what's your, uh, what's your number three on your list, or, or the next one on your list, Jay? The Gate. I've never seen it.
2: Oh, it's I remember cut, that one got steven dorf in it he was real young like 1987 okay um, yeah but uh there's like a they pull up a, a tree in his backyard and like in the hole you know he like throws something a stick that you know like a splinter or something well the blood in the hole and you know he buried his dog outside like just like summons fucking demons into the, mm-hmm. into the house i mean it was a real fucking freaky movie. I mean, just all the shit that went on and, uh, the movie, like at one point he's sitting there, uh, trying to hide from the fucking devil or whatever you want to call it. The creature coming from the hole in the floor in this house. And he looks down and like, there's an eyeball in this nervous hand staring at him. There's like all this writing shit that appears on the wall. And I mean, it was just, you know, it's like a, you watch it now. It's, you know, this effects and shit are like B level, but, yeah. I mean I was fucking seven then. It was a <laughs> it's a creepy ass movie and these little fucking CGI creatures that, you know fucking ran around his house. I mean, of course it looks dumb now, but it's it's scary as shit whenever I was little.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's another one that's another honoring mention I gotta add on here real quick. Um yeah. just you just reminded me of something.
2: Anyway, um
0: all right, uh Chris, what's what's your next one on your list? Jaws.
1: Oh yes. Still to this day, I have to check twice before getting in the water, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, any t- anything I feel brushed against me, I you know, always makes me think back to that movie.
0: So let me guess, you are not up for that thing that the Alma Draft House does in Austin, where oh, the- where you
1: sitting in Lake Travis and you're watching the movie? <laughs> in the, in the, yeah, no.
2: No way in hell would I do that. There's
0: no way in hell I would ever do that. Jay, have no. I told you about that?
2: Yeah, I've seen the... Uh, like, they had pictures <laughs> online and video and shit of uh, that going on. No. You know, that's no way. one of... I think... I think I, what
0: were you saying, Chris?
1: Oh, no, I was saying, I think after I saw the movie, I didn't even want to take a bath.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: In the, yeah. In the bathtub. <laughs> no, it didn't have that kind of effect on me, but it's still one of my... Uh, that was still one of the reasons I don't want to really go in the ocean.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah.
2: So I mean I would probably still do you know, sit out there in the lake or whatever and fucking watch it, but yeah, I'm pretty sure the slightest little move of fucking fish swim between my legs or something would probably freak me the done, fuck out. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I actually think that'd be fun.
0: See, yeah, there's a certain level of scary I go up to, and then past that, I'm like, nope, <laughs> and that's that's in the nope area for me. So, so, uh, born distracted in the chat room says Orca was scary. I remember that that movie freaked me. Yeah, out. I remember
1: that one too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, the next one on my list, I didn't actually watch until I was much older, and I mainly watch, went back and watched it for. Um, uh just as like a a just kind of experience uh uh well like i said i don't think i'd really watch it as a kid and that is um the original nightmare on elm street oh that movie like really does hold up especially the special effects the the one that um i don't really find it scary it's just it it, it has that eerie feeling but the thing, the, the thing that just floors me about that movie is, you know, that was all before any digital effects or whatever. And if you go back and walk, watch the documentaries and stuff, that scene where he pulls the kid through the the the, you know, through the mattress and then just the, like, the shower of yeah. blood, yeah. When they pull him through, they actually built that room, turned it upside down, and just poured water into it, which is how they got that effect. And I'm just like the amount of level that they had to do to get that shot is insane like there's there's no way in hell we would ever do that nowadays like that if you tried to say we're going to do this practical effect they'd be like nope, that's going to cost too much money but back then it's like yeah let's try it. let's, let's see if we can do it so
1: well that was before computer generated effects yeah. so they didn't have a choice
0: oh really jay okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> you comment in the chat oh uh, I don't think Dory was that scary. Um, Jay, what's your next one on your list?
2: Uh, I guess I had it in my head. Um, probably no one has fucking seen it. A movie called Cellar Dweller.
0: No, no I haven't, I haven't heard, you even heard of it.
2: It was, oh, I can't remember. It was uh, old, uh, nineteen, 1984, like 85, somewhere around then. 88, I was wrong. I had to look that up. But um this guy writes a comic book and uh have, like this big fucking creature, big tall furry creature that has like a pentagram carved in his chest and he gets angry with people and he'll like start, you know, drawing the comic and like they're it's eating somebody, you know, like his fucking publicist or his ex wife and like it comes to life and starts acting out the pages, you know, that he's drawing and I just remember setting up my friend Zach's house in the back room um, where they had like an extra TV and his dad's comic book stash, but it was on the very back of the house. It had this big picture window right behind where the couch was sitting, and it just faced out to the woods, and his dad knew we were watching that fucking movie and just came out there and just jumped onto the window, scared the shit out of us. this one. Yeah, it, it, I had to have been like eight, so... <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, I mean that movie just, for the time and you know for the ages, terrifying. I don't think I've watched it since I was probably ten or twelve. So, right. I doubt it will hold up. But
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean <laughs> I'm probably sure you could probably find the trailer on YouTube if you.
0: I may have curious, to do that.
2: But yeah, it was yeah it was scary for the time.
0: Yeah, I may have to do I may have to look that one up. I've never I've never even heard of that movie. Uh what was it called again?
2: Cellar Dweller.
0: Cellar Dweller. Okay.
2: Yeah. Great title by the way too. Oh yeah. Um
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what's the next one on your list, Chris?
1: Well, you know nowadays, uh, every movie's uh the uh found lost footage, you know, and uh, you know it's it's kinda getting beaten a dead horse right now. But the first one was Blair Witch Project. Back in uh, when that came out in 2000, I guess it was 2000, mm-hmm. 2001, something like that. And just the the stuff they didn't show that was probably you know more creepy than than if they had actually shown stuff on screen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember my uh, my wife and I we saw it together, and when we got back home, um, you know she was scared to to go use the bathroom, so I went with her. But then. But then she left me, <laughs> and so I was like, "Ruth, Ruth, where are you at? Come back!" <laughs> so uh, you know, we we were at my mother-in-law's house at the time. It was dark, and you know we couldn't just switch the lights on or whatever. Uh-huh. So, but uh, yeah, we were, we were both a little creeped out from from that one. Um, and then you know, at, at the way that it ended, just like like that, and then boof, it was it was the credits. Yeah. But still, I, I think that was. The way it was done, and you know, like I said before, they started beating the sound footage to death. I mean, it was yeah. it was unique. It was a unique way to show it, and uh, you know, they they did it on a small budget and made so much money, obviously. But oh, uh, yeah. I thought I thought that was a, a pretty good um, scary movie for the, the the way they did it.
0: I never got any of the creep factor out of that movie because I didn't see it till much later. Um. I, I had a couple – my brother and I think a couple of my friends, I know at least one of my other friends, um, got a bootleg copy of it and and watched the bootleg. And, of course, I was interested. I'm like, so how was it? Was it really scary? They're like, no, like I think it was a really bad bootleg. I'm like, really? They're <laughs> like, yeah. It it kept so you had shaking. People walking across the screen. <laughs> it kept shaking. No, they're like, it kept shaking, and the sound was just okay. No, and that then was one the of them, movie. That's that was, what he said. He said he ended up going <laughs> to see the movie. He goes, "Actually, no, was, it was a really good bootleg." <laughs>
1: that was a movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, that was before we started beating the whole, you know, found footage thing to death, so. Yeah. Uh, no, that that's that's hilarious. Uh, my next one is a movie that um I still find It what's funny is it's it's one of those movies that started off as a horror movie and then ch- changed gears and has become something else. Um Alien, the first mm. Alien movie, oh. it was scary as shit. Um, and I think I'd have a car con- i think I had a conversation with you about this, Jay. That what you would like, or maybe with someone else. Um, but I thought it was you. That what you'd like to see out of uh, a, an Alien movie from here on out is, getting back to that roots. One Alien, you don't really see it. It's more so the suspense of you know where is it, where could it be, or whatever. Um. Because I know this last one I've heard good and bad about, and leading up to this, of course, hasn't been that great, but... Uh, you haven't
2: you haven't seen Alien Covenant yet?
0: I have not seen Covenant yet, no.
2: Well, that's what me, you, and Ray were talking about, uh, was Alien Covenant, and whether we thought it was as, you know, good as its predecessors, which... It was... Whenever it just tried to focus on Alien and not be Prometheus, mm-hmm. like two. It was, I thought, pretty good, but then it had big moments of a Prometheus follow up, and just that's where it lost it. Yeah, I like them. I like um,
1: Covenant. I mean, there was a few, I'm not going to spoil it since you haven't seen it, but there was a few, like, fallacies that just don't make sense, you know, especially mm-hmm. if you're in a foreign world, uh, you know. And around they didn't take some preventative measures. I mean that's just it would be to me it'd be common sense not to do something like right. that. But, um, and you see for me I thought I thought Prometheus was at least entertaining. It was you know made you think. It made you like you know try to connect the dots of well how are we going to get from here to the original alien? And I was interested to see how uh, Ridley Scott was going to to move from there. Now maybe. You know, granted, they kind of weighed it down, and it dragged a little bit about the the engineer um, legacy and, and, and stuff like that. But I found
2: Covenant entertaining. Um, yeah. So I mean, I got it on Blu-ray, so.
0: Okay, nope. apparently back I up dropped again. out.
2: Yes, yeah, so apparently I now. dropped
0: out somehow, and now I came back. I don't know what the hell happened there. All right. Um Great. One more thing, uh, I'm sorry, Jay. I was asking what 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 do you think is the scariest? Is, is your scariest
2: movie? Um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of another good one from my childhood. I definitely know. I mean, it's a movie I love to watch around Halloween. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, but it was nowhere near terrifying. But I love that movie. Um. I'm thinking Stephen King's um, "The Thing." Uh, oh yeah, yep. Because I mean, it had some good um, practical effects and was you guess creepy as shit. And some of the things that it turned into, the mutilation or the mutations was just yeah, terrifying. John
0: Carpenter's the thing.
2: Yeah, John Carpenter. Yes. John well, John okay, I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah, I'm going. I was going through my list and I went over like you know. Pet Cemetery. (laughs) Fuck it. Mm -hmm. A couple of the other ones. um, Christine, which, you know, I didn't honestly think that was
0: scary, but... I didn't really find Christine that scary either. Children of the Corn?
2: (laughs) No, that was was a little...
1: That was a a
2: little A little creepy. But, no. John Carpenter's the thing, sorry. But, I mean, it was good the remake was I, I thought it was pretty good I enjoyed it mm-hmm. um, and it's got uh, the guy that plays Tormund Tormund's giant Spain from Game of Thrones he's in it as well so which I did not realize until you know here last couple weeks when it was back on TV <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh Chris, what is your scariest movie?
1: My scariest is Exorcist. I saw okay, that one. I can tell
0: you right now that was my number one too.
1: I saw that one. I was I think seventeen, uh-huh. eighteen, maybe. And uh you know I heard I had heard the you know, it was it was frightening and, and everything else, but I figured, you know, I saw it with a group of friends. But, man, after watching it and some of the things that, you know, some of the imagery and things she said, that freaked me out for a long time.
0: Yes, it did. Yeah.
1: And uh, being an adult watching it, you know, uh, just, you know, just the whole, you know, stigma with playing the Ouija board and being possessed. And, and, you know, just like I said, and the things she did, especially what she did with that crucifix. That Mm -hmm. was a... yeah, that was like I couldn't believe that they actually put that on film. Yeah.
0: And uh, <laughs>
1: I was like wow, this is a this is pretty pretty bad. Oh, that's part so that for the course. Yeah, that would be, that would be that'd be, you know. And and even though some, you know, some of the effects in it, you know, what was that movie made, 74, 73 I think. You know, so some of the effects in there were just kind of kind of cheesy, but just the thought of itself um was enough to to make you think and you know, turn on the light before you went to the bathroom.
2: Yeah. And see, that was another one that, you know, is notorious for being considered scary. That didn't do anything for me. Really? I know it terrified, I know it terrified my mother whenever she said that she watched it originally. And, uh, you know, was afraid to go to the bathroom for like two or three weeks. Like my dad had to follow her on <laughs> But, uh, yeah, whenever I watched it, I think I was maybe 15, 16, something like that, and sat down with my sister and my dad, and I was actually laughing at it. And, of course you would, sick. I guess I didn't find it scary. I mean, you know, just, I don't know, there's just nothing that I found scary about it. I mean, I don't know if it's because all the other shit i watched in my life, it just... It's, well, it's just, like
0: you know, like that's what we said. You know, some things, some things freak pe- some people out. Some things don't, you know, bother us at all. So,
2: yeah, and I but, mean, uh, you know, now other movies, like in their newer, you know, they're kind of like a, a creep factor, like the conjuring and shit like that. Some of those are kind of creepy, but I can't honestly remember the last time I was scared at a movie. mm-hmm
0: Um, Well, that leads us to some of our um, uh, honorary mentions, I guess to say. So if you've got any of the ones you want to throw out there, that even if they just made you jump or something like that, uh, some of the ones I wanted to throw out there, um, I was quite young. I mean, you know, uh, I I was still young whenever the original Ghostbusters came out, and we went and watched it in the theater. (laughs) And uh, the scene specifically, the part where Sigourney Weaver is talking on the phone, and, you know, the hands come out and grab her, and then, Mm -hmm. you know... The, okay, the thing about that that freaked me out the most, number one, the the, the terror dog by itself is pretty freaky, but um, my brother and I were both scared, and for whatever reason, my mom got the bright idea that to help sleep at night, she would leave the closet light on. So I woke up in the middle of the night, and I just see this glow around the door, just like it was in the fucking movie, and I'm just uh, like, uh, it's not a good idea. Uh, um... Couple other movies that made me jump: Um, uh, Signs. Uh, There's that one part where they're like watching the video, and you see the alien walk by real quick. That 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 got me a little bit. Um, the Sixth Sense. And the thing the thing about that movie that made me jump is that scene where he gets up in the middle of the night, and it's just the shot of the little boy standing there peeing. And you just see the woman walk by, and that's it. That's all there is. But everyone yeah, in the fucking theater jumps. Yep. Um, and then going back to when I was a little kid, uh, Gremlins freaked me out. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: that was another one rated PG. That should have been at least PG thirteen. Uh,
0: yeah, expe- especially the scene when they start where she starts talking about what happened to her dad, how her dad dies, and mm-hmm. you, know, you know, Santa Claus thing. like, yep. We had a conversation about that. That movie is kind of a kind of a horror comedy, and then that just gets like very fucking dark all of a sudden. Yep. Um, and then uh, another movie that that scared me at least as a little kid was uh, T. The scene in the corn scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. <laughs>
2: what was it? you? You were scared ET. <laughs> I
0: was scared ET. I still. Have one
2: shot movie. That
0: movie. <laughs> I still can't believe you have never seen that uh. movie.
2: So. Yeah, I had uh, on my honorable mention, I had, um, God damn it, I guess lost it. Uh, you know, the Halloween movies, they were kind of, you know, one of those uh-huh. jump up and scare you, you know, when I was little, not so much anymore. Uh, Child's Play was kind of, you know, creepy, you know, for my age. And um, I always loved the show, but, you know, it had a lot of creepy factors, was Tales from the Crypt.
0: Yeah, tell us where the crip has some good stories
2: on it. Yeah, they did. I mean, yeah, all those were. You know, I'm trying to think of anything else, but, but there's just. Well, nothing. Curious, do you
0: have any honorable mentions you want to throw out there?
2: Um, signs of the lambs.
1: Yes, that's that was, creepy. It? <laughs> that was that was creepy, and then um. You know, of course, it, it won a lot of awards and made a uh, Anthony yeah. Hopkins a a household name. After that, I didn't I didn't really see uh, the second all of the second one. I mean, I I've, you know I know what happens at the end, um, you know, where he's feeding him his own brain, and uh, um, I didn't see the uh, the third one, but the the first one, you know, just uh, it, all in all, it was a good story and just the uh, the atmosphere. Um, yeah. Just just creeps you out, and then of course Anthony Hopkins did such a great job as Hannibal Lecter. Um, I think oh, I yeah. think he deserved getting that award. But uh, all the other ones on my uh, on my uh, honorable mention list have, have already been discussed. I okay. I had the thing on there as well too with the just uh, just the effects, you know. And then that one scene where oh, yeah. he's he's trying to um, use the defibrillator on the guy, and the guy's. Chest opens up and chomps down his arms and cuts him off, and uh, you know that was that. I don't know how they did that effect, but it was just, it was amazing. You know, watching it, I just was amazed, and of course, freaked yeah. out about it.
0: Well, not you know? definitely not on my honorable mention list, but talking going back to the whole thing about the effects pulling you out of a movie. I remember I was in high school. Uh, I didn't have HBO, but I I had a friend that did have HBO, and we were having a sleepover at his house. And for whatever reason, it was late at night, and I had HBO on, and Jason Takes Manhattan was on. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh like I laughed my ass off at that movie. There's this one particular scene where he's up on this rooftop and there's this there's this big black guy and he's like like <laughs> punching Jason and he's just like hammering at him and like he gets him to the very edge of the building and it's at that point he's worn out. He just can't punch, he can't throw any more punches. And he tells him, Take your best shot. And Jason does this one uppercut. And you see the fakest head ever just go flying through the air, and I just like, I think I had to stifle like really like gut busting laughing because I was gonna wake everyone up. I'm just, oh my god, I can make a movie better than this. This was horrible. So did it land in well, the trash work. can? Oh. Yes, I think it did land yes, in the trash yeah, can. I think so. it did. Yeah, I'm sure because in that you know at that time period they had to put that one little tweak on. It wasn't just enough that they knocked the head off; it had to land in a trash can or something. So. Oh uh, well that's our show for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh let's go ahead and move on to our picks and pans. Uh would anyone like to go first? If not, I've got I've got two really good uh picks. Um one I Simplify can... 3D, which is this this program that I've been using for my uh 3D modeling, is freaking awesome. Like if you have a 3D printer Go ahead and spend the hundred fifty dollars for the program. It is totally, totally worth it. Um, The other one, my other pick is this month for our book club. We're reading a book called um, um, uh, "I Am Legion." I'm sorry, we are Legion. We are Bob. And um, not only did I finish the book, I finished the book, I finished the sequel, and I finished the third one in the trilogy. It is it is so right up my alley. It's about this guy. He who sells a software company and like literally signs up to be cryogenically frozen and then dies. And when he wakes up, he's been scanned and he's basically become a piece of software and the first part of the book, like the first, I don't know, maybe maybe not even third, probably the first quarter of the book is him uh competing with a couple of these uh uh uh, uh AIs essentially to you know for this project and what the project is is um you know futuristic the world's pretty much kind of kind of gone to hell uh, and before essentially world war three breaks out we decide you know we've made some um some advances in in uh, uh space travel and so they upload him to this to the spaceship and the whole premise is he's supposed to go out he's a i can't remember what's called um fun I'm, I'm I'll mess it up uh, but the whole idea is is he's supposed to go out and clone himself and then start uh, you know collecting resources and looking for other places to move humanity and as he clones himself, each clone is a little bit of a variant of his personality, so it's basically kind of like different versions of yourself, and stuff that he has to deal with is just awesome, but it's also it's very humorous. Man, if you like sci-fi, this is such a good series. It, the first book won a ton of awards last year when it was released, and in my opinion, it deserves every single one of them. Um, if if you're in sci-fi, definitely go read "We Are Legion" "We Are Bob," and be prepared to go ahead and read the second, third one because you're going to get sucked in. You're going to love it, so. uh, I'm sorry, you were saying what? What was your what
2: was your pick or pan? Uh, I can't remember now. Oh geez, no, um. I know the movies have already been out for a little bit, but I finally got to pick up uh, the Spider-Man: Homecoming. Nice, which which was yeah, pretty damn good. Michael Keaton was probably the best thing of the show or of the movie. Michael
0: Keaton, in my opinion, is probably the best Marvel villain.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's definitely up there, if not the best. Yeah, um, uh, Baby Driver.
0: Oh, that was a good one too.
2: Yeah, uh, pretty damn good. Um, it just reminded me, but John Wick came on HBO tonight, which, or John Wick 2, which if you yeah. haven't seen that, that's a great, <laughs> great yeah, action a movie. movie. But yeah, uh, other than that, I don't really have any pans other than, uh, you know, I watched the newest Resident Evil movie, uh, The Final Chapter, which... Right. Was pretty terrible, you know. But uh, yeah, it's you know it. It was fitting with the other last. Like I liked the first one and the second one. After that, they started getting a little retarded. Mm-hmm. And so you know, it's on par for the last couple of them. So you won't be disappointed there. But yeah, all
0: well, <laughs> righty then.
2: Definitely something they should end it already
0: yeah i i i, w- I would have thought so too so uh chris do you have a picker pan for the week
1: well stranger things 2 comes out this week i believe for <laughs> yes. the end so we're looking forward to to watching that on netflix and uh um just that what do you all think of that star wars trailer that came out last, last week with the, uh,
0: I was already sold. In fact, I almost didn't watch it. Like I'm, I was already so sold on it. I'm like, I don't need another trailer. I already know I'm gonna go to this movie and I'm gonna like it. But I went ahead and watched it anyway. And uh, um, I think there's gonna be, I think there's a lot of uh, misdirection, which I'm fine with. Um, right. but yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't wait. I'm sure you've already got your tickets. I've already got my tickets. So
1: yeah, there's a, there's a lot of. Uh, uh, I think it raised more questions than it uh, it answered actually yeah. and then of course the uh, the movie poster that's come out you know and, and they have Luke in the background and you know I saw the uh the suggestion that all villains are in the background of all the posters and if you look at it sure enough you know it's either Vader or it's Darth Maul or you know whatever
0: so Oh I that, had see, I hadn't heard
1: that that uh, that makes a a good uh, argument right there um but, like I said, it, I, to me, it raised more questions than it did answered. So I'm looking.
0: For, Damn, you just blew yeah, my mind. Kind of, I thought you were going to bring up the fact that everyone's pointing out that, like, you know, if you just kind of blur it, it looks a little bit like Vader's mask. I thought that's what you were going to bring up, but I didn't know.
1: Well, I didn't even too, heard anything about that, too. You know, if you, I guess, if you flip it upside down and you, you, know, you squint yeah. your eyes just right, you know, you can uh, yeah. sort of make the outline yeah. of Vader. <laughs> but, um,. But definitely the the you know having Luke in the background uh, caught my interest, and I thought, well, you know, supposedly the end of Return of the Jedi, he was supposed to be, he was supposed to turn to the dark side, and uh, George Lucas at the last minute decided that he he wasn't going to do that. So maybe they decided to to continue on with that storyline, but hmm. we'll find out in a few months.
2: I don't it, know. I it, just yeah, I can't wait. Between that Thor Ragnarok and. Yes. I'm actually excited to see Justice League. I mean, I'm not getting too hyped up on it. I'm trying to keep expectations on the down low because it is <laughs> and that's DC. that's probably
0: a pretty good idea.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I'd be disappointed.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does look very interesting to me. Um, I'm hoping they're taking a page from Marvel and doing something you know, interesting and fun. But, uh, yeah, I'll just you know,
0: take a woman.
2: yeah, I mean, you had a hit with Wonder Woman, that great movie, just follow that formula for this new DC universe you're wanting to do. I mean,
0: exactly. Yep.
2: There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but, you know, then the new Punisher trailer came out and yeah, so I got the weekend of the rock off. I got that Friday off. I got the Saturday that um, the weekend that Justice League and Pun- Punisher comes out, so you know, there's two weeks and no two weekends in November that I'm going to be enjoying myself with some comic book shit.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, next weekend's going to be big for me cuz next uh, next Friday is the 27th is uh, Stranger Things 2 and Super Mario Odyssey, so uh, my my time will be eaten up quite well, so. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, you can find us on epicallygeeky.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at epicallygeeky. Uh If you haven't already, please subscribe to us on YouTube. Hopefully, I don't know what the hell is going on with the show, with the with the streaming. I'll have to figure it out. I had it ironed out, and then all of a sudden things have gone to hell again, but we'll figure it out. Um, if you would, please give us a, a, a five-star rating on iTunes. It really does help out um you can also find the show on stitcher and um um uh google uh yeah i'm sorry google music um and then you, of course you can find our individual wacky adventures online as well jay where can we find you online
2: it is one j red on instagram and epically j on twitter
0: chris do you have a, a place we can find you online
2: Oh, I'm off the grid. You can't find me
1: anywhere. Oh, he's
0: off the grid. That's all
1: good. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, um just uh just my email address rlake.com. Okay. Cool.
0: okay. Uh, and then you can follow my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site,
2: of the Epically Geeky Network.